Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beer League. So we're back. We are still living that quarantine life. Um, just got shocking news that one of us is going to be moving away. But don't worry, they are still very much a part of the podcast and a part of the website. So just, uh, you know, giving us a different outlook. And basically what he's doing is he's just spreading the word of the bears across this great nation. Um, but on this week's episode, we got, you know, what have we been up to? How we're living the quarantine life? We got the finally the topic during timeout that I've been dying to talk about for the last five weeks and we haven't brought it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got a good timeout, or I'm sorry, we got a good rank, and that's basically a rank that I've also been sitting on for like a month. So I don't know why I didn't mention it. But yeah, and then we finally got a little bit of sports news. So without any further ado, let's get into it. Let's take it from the uh, the tippy top there. Low Budget presents Beer League. Hi, guys. Welcome back. Um, let's uh, start off with, you know, how we normally do. We haven't talked in a while. You know, how's everyone doing? We are starting this episode without Johnny, but he will be here. The man's working like a hound dog, you know, so that busy boy is going to join us in a little bit. But Beer, how you been? Been doing well. I'm up in Minnesota. Um, some surprising news for our podcast is that I'm going to be moving here to Minnesota to live with my girlfriend Whoa. in wonderful, beautiful Rochester, Minnesota. Um, so I will be leading the Bears and White Sox charge in <laughs> double enemy territory because actually the White Sox, one of the biggest rivals for theirs is the Twins. So right down the street from the Twins. So um, yeah, we're going to move here. Um, just got a job offer today. It was my number one, so set, I'm going to be accepting that. So it's going to be it's going to be exciting, exciting stuff here. But uh, still, we'll be a part of the podcast. So don't, you guys don't have to worry. Uh, my expert on expert beer league opinion about uh, anything Bears and baseball still be there. So don't you guys don't have to worry about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're. I know I speak for everyone, but like everyone's super you know, happy that you got your number one job. That's fucking dope. Especially during this time where it's, you know, not a lot of people are hiring. It's weird yeah. to get out there. Yeah, you got ahead of it as soon as you know what happened with your last job. And then, you know, I just want to wish you congratulations to you and your girl, uh, you know, for starting your life together in Rochester. Yeah. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. Rochester, Rochester, yeah. uh, in Minnesota. Uh, he has informed me though, that he plans on making a little bit of a man cave where he's going to put up his Bears and his White Sox stuff. Even though we're Cubs fans here, um, <laughs> I'm happy that he's not forgetting where he came from. Yeah, we'll oh, yeah. allow it. And now it'll just be a really special occasion. Every time you're in studio, we're just going to have to do it really big. Okay, yeah, perfect. seriously. Exactly. And I should have yeah. come to visit a decent amount. I mean, you know, so we only found five hours away, and it's like, what, 90 bucks to get on a plane to there. It's, it takes like 45 minutes, so. 
Yeah. Bad. It's not that bad. See, we just got to start monetizing this podcast. That way we could just pay for it. Business, yeah, business expenses. We'll just I'll write them off. In, <laughs> yeah. Um, Nick, how are you doing? How's the foot? Oh, do you want to explain that? I, yeah. I don't know if we talked about it. Uh, yeah, I don't think we did it all. Uh, so about a week ago now, week and two days, I was running uh, around the park, and I rolled my ankle and landed on the outside of my foot and ended up breaking part of my foot. So I have a broken foot now, which is amazing and fantastic. Uh, I guess not a bad time to have a broken foot since nothing's open and I can't really go anywhere. Uh, but still kind of sucks. Um, it's nothing too bad. I've got a walking boot now, so I can get around pretty mobile. Uh, it doesn't hurt too much. I just take ibuprofen, so I didn't get any sort of like prescription drugs, um, which, you know, probably for the best. Uh, but yeah, overall, it's not too bad. It's just more like annoying, and I have to wear this walking boot for six weeks until the beginning of July, uh, when hopefully I can start doing some sort of like physical activity again, like low impact, like biking or something like that. So, but one thing, um, I had meant to, to bring up last week, cause I assumed we were going to talk about it and we didn't is there's a, a, a great history of, um, really, um, great athletes who have overcome significant injuries. So I, uh, I put together a quick little, uh, uh, rank list <laughs> of great injuries that people have come back from just as the way that I'm going to come back from this. So without further ado, <clears throat> um, number four, Tiger Woods oh. overcome a, a lot of personal issues, but injury wise, his back, a lot of back surgeries comes back to win the masters last year. So, I mean, that's, that's a hell of a comeback story. Number three, Peyton Manning, out, out a whole season with neck injury, comes back to win the Super Bowl in Denver. You, you could argue that it wasn't really because of him, but still, he came back to win the Super Bowl. Number two, Adrian Peterson, tore his ACL, comes back to win MVP. Okay. And then number one, the okay. GOAT, Michael Jordan, broke his left foot. Out for 60 games in the 85-86 season. Comes back, and he is the greatest of all time. Wins six championships. So I'm feeling pretty pretty good about my odds, about my chances uh, coming back from this injury. Good. I'm glad. That's a good, uh, yeah, I'm sure, you know, you definitely go along with all four of those. Yeah, <laughs> thank you thanks for humoring the me sentence, there's a uh, michael jordan adrian peterson nick yeah right. it's yeah, i mean it fits perfectly yeah it's like seriously. making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich yeah um oh we got johnny what's up guy hey johnny there he Good is evening. How goes it? so we are just talking about you know what everyone was doing this week uh nick just got done comparing himself and his injury to win Michael Jordan, Adrian Peterson, Peyton Man. Dude, I'm not gonna lie. I I I really thought you were gonna go the Lance Armstrong route. <laughs> Honorable mention, gonna, Lance Armstrong. And I was gonna be like, that is quite the comparison. <laughs> Can Testicular cancer to a walking boot, but I, you know, yeah, we can make these leaps. That I think that's an honorable mention in my list. So, yeah, uh, Johnny, how was your weekend? How you been? Been good. Uh, just getting uh, as much golfing as I can. Uh, carts are back, so back in full swing. 
excited. No, nice. How how you been playing? I don't know if it's because of the walking, but I've actually been playing pretty decently for for my standards, at least. Uh, what are you shooting? Actually, Tell the viewers. Uh, well, I've only been playing nine holes at a time, so it's a it's a fair it's a, an unfair uh, benchmark. But I have been shooting about a forty two, forty one. That's the first two. Wow. Uh, of the season, which I'm very very happy with, and new clubs too. So. Oh, you got new clubs? Yeah, but they're they're just uh, they're not my new set that I want to uh, play with this year. It's just a set that I'm uh, using in the interim while I actually do uh, go purchase them. Oh, I really didn't. I really didn't think we'd be doing any golfing uh, early in the summer. Or late <laughs> summer. Yeah, so I kind of held that back a little bit. Must be nice money bags to have an interim set of new clubs when you are looking for new clubs that's that's a nice well, they're one. not new they're not new as in i haven't used it before uh okay that's um no. I, I got out this weekend um it was my first time the so we get there we get to the course and they're like hey we're all out of carts and so i like i said on last week's podcast i haven't walked since high school um Kid you not, we teed off, and I took four or five steps, and I remember like, oh, my God, this is going to suck. Like, I forgot how much this sucks carrying your bag and stuff. But I must say this. I haven't swung a golf club in, in many months, but, you know, old Bria has got to get that get that muscle memory back. Um, the okay. first tee shot, I bombed it 294 down the middle of the fairway. And I normally, Johnny, you know this, I normally don't even hit a driver. I'm a big four-iron guy. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, shit, I don't. That's e- actually very true. Yeah, I know. I was like, I don't even know why I'm going to use this. That. Yeah, I don't even know why I'm going to use this driver. I smacked it, turned around. Everyone's like, "What the hell happened?" I was like, "You know, that's going to be luck." Uh, the next hole, I smoke another drive, and I'm like, "Oh my god, maybe I'm back." Third hole went right back into it. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. oh, I, yep. oh, it went left. Let's just <laughs> let's just say the or no, I'm sorry. The, I pushed the ball so far right that you would have thought I was aimed like 90 degrees, like the other way. Like I, it looked like I was playing the other hole. Um, yeah. I started but, off that hot too. And uh, I ended up hitting a couple houses uh, later on, but so very I, hot start, very hot start. Overall, I shot 85. I shot 45 in the front. I got my wheels under me. I shot 40 on the back. I was, I'm, I'm thrilled with an 85 for my first time out. Hit some good shots, hit some shots where you're like, oh, my God. Um, and then I told these guys, I went out and bought. Every two years, I get custom Pro V1s made. And two years ago, I got Titleist 11 because they're my favorite name. They're my favorite number. And my nickname, Badia, on it. So just in case, it's like, hey, someone couldn't be like, hey, are you sure you were playing that ball? It's like, who else is playing a Titleist 11 Badia? So for the new set of balls, though, I did, I got four dozen Pro V1 Titleist 11, but I put the Beer League official logo on the side, baby. Oh, wow. I put it on the side. So I'm telling you right now, if I'm, if I, if you, if you wake up in the morning or you come back from dinner and you see a golf ball broke through your window sitting on your couch. Give us a listen if it's got a mug on it, kid. 
You put a link was, to yeah. like our podcast on the ball. So you yeah, can yeah. Get them at houses. You know, it's great marketing. Guerrilla marketing. I thought it's the funniest way to market. So it's like you know, if we ever have like any people that I'm playing golf with that are like interested in like investing because we're going to be huge. It's like, hey man, have a have a beer league ball. Um, but I thought that was hilarious. And all I'm picturing is someone being like. Yeah, of course, the stupid beer league official ball came through. People are going to start thinking I'm purposely hitting into the yards. No, I'm going <laughs> to. So, so, you know, sometimes you can hit the ball out of bounds, but you can like see the ball in some guys, uh, some guy's backyard. I'm going to like, I'm going to still stroll up, even though I know it's not about me. Like, hey, hey, that's my podcast. That's my podcast. Give us a listen. Come on, get your phone out, subscribe. It takes two seconds. Keep the ball. Keep the ball. Bye. Yeah. Keep, you no, know, you can keep the ball. It's your ball. I'll sign it. You want me to sign it? I can get the other <laughs> guys to sign it too. Yeah. Um, so that was that was my big thing. Um, I did some social distance hangouts. Um, I went to somebody's porch. We stood six feet away, which was kind of weird, but it like got normal as the night went on. And then I played spike ball for the second time ever. That game is a lot of fun. Oh, I miss that. It's tough. It takes a lot of coordination. The only time I've ever played it with. Yeah, it is actually much harder than it actually. We played it a lot at the uh, at the golf tournament last year. Yeah, that was that was the only time I played it. This was the second time, and um, so I busted out a new pair of shoes to wear because I was like, "Hey, I'm not gonna be walking a lot. I'm gonna wear one of my like expensive pairs." So I wore like my off white nineties. I get to the house, and I was like, "No one's really gonna like you know say anything." Immediately, I walked to the back, like I took off my mask, and someone just goes like. Why are you wearing those shoes? And I was like, oh, you, you don't like them? I was like, I thought they're pretty cool. He's like, we're going to play spike ball. You think you could play spike ball in those shoes? Those aren't off, or athletic shoes. And I was like, um, it's just like a Nike Air Max. So I don't, you know, people run in these. And then I proceeded to win all three games in spike ball against this guy. Man. Just went on a tear, you know. Like talking about my footwear athletic? What a call out. They call me Joey Twinkle Toes Bria. I'm always <laughs> on the toes. I'm always on the balls of my feet. And I was moving, I was grooving, I was playing. I thought they called you Badia. Well, some people did. Bad man Badia. And then of course after game one or during game one, they're like, Oh man, the sun's in my eyes over here. We gotta rotate next game and then we're gonna beat the shit out of you guys. Uh, we won by even more points the second game. Mm. And so... They drive it home. Yeah, so it's like, oh, man, I thought, you, you know, I thought your <laughs> eyes were burning. Um, but that was my weekend. Um, and then now let's get into some of the sports news. It's about time. So NASCAR is coming back. I like that they tried to do, like, the fake promo where it's like, hey, congratulations, we're going to be the first sport to, came, uh, to come back. As if Dana White and the UFC didn't just put on four fucking fights or night of fights a couple weeks ago. No respect. It's like, what do you mean you're the first sport to come back? Like, uh, Bundesliga came back in Germany. They're playing soccer again. Um, And then the biggest news is probably that the NHL is really close to closing the deal for the 24-team tournament. So they're calling the rest of the regular season. They're just going to do a 24-team tournament. I know what you're thinking. Oh my God, what does this mean for the Blackhawks? Don't worry. We got that 24th seed. We're looking good. Sneaking in. 
Right now, the odds of us of winning the cup is 25,001. I'm telling you, you can't get those odds anywhere. Take it. If, if, you're, not, if you're not putting your rent check on the Hawks at 25,001, at least put a buck. Put a grand. 25,001. Put 50 cents. Put a quarter. <laughs> put a grand. Put, put anything on it. If you, it's like um, the one guy that his soccer team was about to be like dissolved and he, his soccer team was 5,001 and then they won. Leicester City or Leicester City. It's like, dude, you, you, you think that guy didn't get made fun of when he's like, yo, I put 100 bucks on this 5,001 team to win. And then they won it. Hey, miracles happen, baby. Especially on ice, the miracle on ice. This shit could happen. It's definitely doable. I'm definitely putting money on the Hawks. Uh, how, many, are, uh, how many NHL teams are there? 31, because the Golden Knights just got added. Um, gotcha. So it's yeah, like. I just assume the Blackhawks didn't make it. Yeah, so I mean, hear me out, though. If you Just like Nick's comparison earlier, I'm going to give you another, another comparison. Um, do our team does our team suck? Yeah. They're not very good. Do we have a new coach? Yeah, of course we do. How's our front line? Whew, rough. How about our defensemen? They're old and they're not really quick anymore. But we got that spunk and we got that heart. I'm telling you, we've won championships in the past. We're a winning franchise. We can come back and do it. And, I, and then they're going to make a movie about it. And then who are they going to ask to be on the, po- or to be on the movie? Us. Us. Because <laughs> that, that's how much faith I have. And now if they go out round one, they go out run one. You know, it's like, oh, what's going to happen? But 25,001, you got to take those odds. They were saying apparently in Vegas that uh, because like teams like the Blackhawks got added and are technically in the playoffs, that it was uh, that they were going to have like huge losses because they had such ridiculous odds at the beginning of the season. Like you could get oh like odds on the Blackhawks going to the playoffs and like they never would have made it under the normal format, but because of the extended, they're like oh shit, now we got to pay out these uh, these bets. Yeah, I had one bet with, uh, I took the Bulls over on the season. But then once they canceled the season, I got my money back. So I was like, perfect. Awesome. Nice. Like, dope. they weren't going to hit it. Um, the one thing about this hockey that has been cracking me up is a lot of people play fantasy hockey. And a lot of people are like, whoa, our season never ended. So, like, do we just pay out the whoever's in first place? I say no, no, no. It's all about playoff time, baby. If you didn't, if I mean, it could be easy. You could just be the winner. Like, I'm sure we've all played fantasy where it's like the number one seed goes down. They don't win the championship. It's like, I'm not paying out anyone. I think it's going to sound stupid, but I think just everyone gets their money back. I think it's a good way to do it. This is unprecedented. I mean, this is such a weird, funky season that it's like, I mean, you got to make something where it's like, okay, it's it's over. You know, we'll try again next year. Yeah, it's going to come back at some point. You can't try and force it too much one season. Yeah. And then the last thing in sports, we had the golf match, the match, the match for champions. Yes. Um, so some of my favorite memes is that Tom Brady tried to say that he was an eight handicap. Um, I'm, I'm an eight handicap. So I know what like an eight handicap should play like his first couple holes where he's, he's shanking balls. 
he's gone out of bounds. He doesn't know the rules were to drop. I love the memes where it's just like when you lie in your handicap and you're actually on the like on the course. That was really funny. Um, Tiger Woods coming out in the victory red gave me goosebumps, baby. Gave me goosebumps. I love it. I don't know if anyone watched it, but it, you know, it was downpouring. Um, I mean, once it changed to best ball, it really started getting a little bit more even. But Peyton Manning, I'll tell you what, that man looks stiff as a board, but he could he could golf. <laughs> yeah, he was really sticking some shots in there. It was pretty pretty impressive to see. Uh, and it was crazy too, like the uh, advice that uh, Phil was dishing out. Like I, I I liked how how hands on he was with Tom trying to like get him give him as much advice coaching as possible. Through. Yeah, like coaching him through. It was like yeah. you don't normally hear that shit when they're out there on the course. Like everything he's thinking through, and he's just like right. rattling it off. So I feel like I picked up a few uh, few tricks. I really, in... yeah. Do you golf, Nick? Yeah. The, the one, my favorite part was the trash talk. And I love that they knew that the, like the skill level in golf was so different that you only made fun of the person at your same caliber. So it's like Mickelson and Tiger trash talk. And then Peyton and Tom Brady, when they were on the range and he's like, man, should I bring Eli in here in the last couple of holes to beat you? Or he's like, should I get Nick Foles? And Tom just turns around, <laughs> stops swinging. And he's like, that was a low blow. And you know, it. like that was a low blow. <laughs> Um, it was, it, I mean, it's just good to at least hear the chatter and be able to watch a little sports. I know a lot of people don't like watching golf. I, I personally do, but it was just nice to have it back. And they raised over $20 million for COVID. So pretty amazing. Yeah. Have you guys uh, seen anything in the sports world that I might've missed? Um, not really. Um, oh, I saw something or just heard something today. UFC MMA fighting. Anderson Silva versus uh, Conor McGregor. It's gonna happen. So have they have they announced? Because I saw on Twitter that they agreed to it, but did, did paper sign? They got a card. What's, what's happening? That fight will be insane. It's crazy because it's gonna have to be like 185 pounds. Because no way Anderson Silva at his old age is gonna like suck down. I don't know, blame yeah, him. No. And he's That's pretty so big. Old man. Yeah, he's a big dude. Realistically. Yeah. He's making nine hundred million a year. Can you believe that? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. We're back. We're good to go. Um, so yeah, like I said, I, I think Connor Connor takes that one. I think it'd be a good fight. I think that's a very interesting fight. Um it just it's one of those things where it's I don't understand what he could possibly get out of it because I feel like if he wins, it's going to be like, oh, you beat up an old Anderson Silva. And if he loses, it's going to be like, dude, you lost to an old Anderson Silva. It's like, I don't, I don't see the thing. It's really like it's, just, it's just the person, like, it just, it's just going to draw a bunch of people yeah. and give them a lot of money. That's money. Really, that's what it's all money. about, man. Anderson, yeah. Anderson Silva is like a household name for UFC and obviously Conor McGregor. Um, yeah, I, I, honestly, it's like different ages at this time. Just get the peak of their time. That's you know that's who you knew. Um, but I just watched a fight between Anderson Silva and uh, Israel uh, Adesanya. Adesanya. Yeah, he lost that one. 
Yeah, I mean, he didn't get knocked out. He was kind of he was holding in there, but it's yeah. it's the uh, it's the new fighters now. They're coming in fucking hot. I mean, you can't you can't doubt him too much. I mean, Israel went on to become champion, so it's like right. Yeah, um, it's thank you for bringing up fight news. There's two other things. So Mike Tyson. No, let's let's stay on UFC real quick. So Francis Ngannou, the huge, scary uh, UFC heavyweight who just knocked out his last opponent in 40 seconds or whatever, him and John Jones have come to an agreement, and they're just working out the contract. And I guess John Jones just wants so much money. And I hear all these people on like the MMA talk where it's like. Oh man, he's asking for so much money for like, you know, it's just another fight. Dude, what are you talking about? Ngannou is terrifying. You're get, you're signing up to get your face smashed in. That's what you're doing. <laughs> so it just depends how much money that's worth to you. So my thing yeah. is, I, I personally think John Jones would still win that. I think John Jones is the greatest fighter of all time. But I don't think that he's going to get out there without taking a shot. And just one of the shots from Mangano is got to like take a year off or two minimum. Wait, are they just trying to set that up or is that like really so going to happen? So they both agreed to it. They took it to Dana White and I guess John Jones asked for a lot of money. And it's like, yeah, that fight is incredibly huge. Ngannou, the longest fight he's had where he's won is a minute and 10 seconds. It's like this man punches and throws bomb. He's terrifying. We we watched his knockout last time. He's terrifying. John Jones, yeah, I think he's the greatest, but it's like if you think he's gonna walk in there and not at least take some sort of shot, you're you gotta be out of your mind. I think Ngano's gonna knock the shit out of him in the first round. Oh, no way. Absolutely. No way. John Jones, I, John Jones is now I mean, he's too light. And Ghana's too big for him. But, in Ga- no, but that's that's what's funny. They would fight at the same weight. How what crazy weight? is that? Is it so for the in, in Ganu, light, his, light heavyweight, which is what John, John Jones no, has? No, so it would be at heavyweight. But Francis Ngannou has normally been coming around, around 245 to 250. And John Jones, if he fights at heavyweight, he normally fights around 240. So it's really not going to be that crazy much of like a weight difference. Um, John Jones, obviously, I mean, he's an all-Olympian, or not an all-Olympian, but he is a decorated wrestler. Uh, Francis has traveled with wrestlers, anyone that could take him down. It's just, dude, if you win that fight, you're not leaving the same person, even if you win. Well, John Jones is ready to die out there, absolutely ready to die. So that that would make it interesting. I would want to watch that. It could... I'm not saying it's out of the realm of possibility that he goes in there, literally doesn't even get off the ground, like takes him down by his legs and somehow submits him. But you got to think that's that those percentages are slim. I mean, you got better odds on Ben and the Blackhawks to win the Stanley Cup. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know. Man. My question is like, Ngan has been fighting very frequently, like trying to get the belt for the heavyweight. And he's like number three. Why isn't he trying to, uh, fight in his own weight class and go for that championship. Okay, so Steve that's Bay. that's good that you said that. So Stipe Miocic, after defeating Francis Ngannou, Francis Ngannou then fought Derek Lewis and lost in the split decision. It's now known as like the most boring fight of all time. Uh, um, okay. Then he went on to win four straight, or I think three straight. He beat 
who did he beat? He beat JDS. He beat Cain Velasquez. He beat Rosenstruck, and he beat Curtis Blade. So he won four straight. Stipe Miocic fought Daniel Cormier, who is the light heavyweight champion, came up. Daniel Cormier knocked him out in the first round. He became double champ champ. Then they did a rematch, and now Miocic won the rematch, knocking him out in the fourth round. So it's like you've got to run back that third trilogy fight. There's so much money in there. So I don't blame Ngannou for trying to go out and get his his money. Like, yo, if you're not going to give me the title shot, yeah. let, me, let me get another really big fight. Because yeah, let me. <clears throat> he just beat four out of the top seven people, including himself. So it's like, I mean, really, who are you going to let him fight? You either got to let him fight for the belt, maybe the Derek Lewis rematch. But it's like, I don't blame him for, for, for being a company guy and, you know, taking all this stuff. I, I think he should get paid. I think all these fighters deserve to make the big money paid. In. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. All I want to know, though, is what is John Jones asking for? He, he must have sat down. He's like, I'll get in the ring with that predator for 40 million. Like, I ain't taking a penny less. I'm going to leave that with, like, no brain cells. Like, you guys think I'm crazy now? I'm about to go off the deep end. Yeah. Man, I'm excited to uh, see that turns out. Yeah. The UFC, the UFC is really controlling the market right now with not a lot of sports chatter because they just keep doing the, like, oh, what if this fight happens? What if this fight happens? And you're like, oh, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> that, that's why that Anderson Silva and... Uh, who was it? Conor McGregor thing like, just catches so much attention. Yeah. It's weird, though, with the Conor McGregor stuff right now. It's like, I'll fight Usman. I'll fight, you know, I'll fight Masvidal. I'll fight Nick Diaz. I'll f- or Nate Diaz. I'll fight Anderson. It's like, how about you focus on one? Let's just yeah. let's lock some in. <laughs> I want to get excited. Like, yeah. you called out He's like 40 people. He's fishing. He he's people. fishing. He's throwing out bait, yeah, yeah. chumming the waters. Yeah, Eventually, he's going to get a bite. You know, he's an yeah. entertainer. That's what he tries to do. I get those it. Are all good names too. Yeah. Um, any one of those. Lastly, on the fight talk, so Mike Tyson. He has said that he wants to come back and he wants to fight for charity. He has been offered twenty million dollars. So here's my question: wow. Do you want to see an old Mike Tyson in the ring? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, hundred yeah. yeah. percent. You kidding me? He is, no one's forcing him. Yes, do it. Oh, that old. Yes, do it against Evander Holyfield. <laughs> what? The bite round Evander two. Holyfield. So they they there was talks of Evander Holyfield. So if he's fighting another old school boxer like that, I'm fine with it. But uh, Tyson Fury, the new heavyweight champion that just knocked out Deontay Wilder, he's like, I'll fight him. And it's like, get yeah. out of here. I got, yeah, I, if I, dude, him, I would fight him too. I got an idea. Old Mike Tyson should not be fighting a heavyweight champion of the world yeah. right now. No. Yeah. No. People should It'd be cool to see, to fight. but no. It's not fair. Let's yeah. be honest. He would yeah, get hit in the head and die. He'd die. Like, that's, it's just not good. Like, uh, how how old is Mike Tyson? I got a question. How old is Mike Tyson? I believe he's in his 50s now. Okay. I, I have an idea. You get uh, Sylvester Stallone to, to play Rocky and to fight him, in, fight Mike Tyson in a boxing match. Rocky Stress. versus Mike Tyson. Sylvester Stallone might be older than him. Yeah, he probably yeah. is. Yeah. Sylvester Stallone is 73. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's, he's, he's 20 years older than Never Mike mind. Tyson. He's much older than I thought. I thought he was in his 60s. <laughs> nah, he's too old for that. 
Well, the, I guess the only counterpart <laughs> I can think of is like Manny Pacquiao is still fighting. He's fighting the top contenders. He's beating people. But Manny Pacquiao, he hasn't, he hadn't, he didn't have like the downfall of Mike Tyson. Like Mike Tyson, in his last couple of fights, he was just getting knocked the fuck out. And it's like, I love Iron Mike. I mean, Mike Tyson's the best. I love the face tattoo. I love like the high pitched voice where he's just like, oh, you like this? And then he'll just like <laughs> beat the shit out of you. You're like, oh man, I'm getting like a mule kick. Um, <laughs> I would like to see him fight someone his age, but then it's like, do you really want to see two 50-year-olds in the ring? I mean, it'd be fun. They're, they're keeping in shape, yeah, but what other 50-year-old championship boxer is even, like, what? No, they're all fat, drinking beer with a gut. Dude, that's so true. Are you going to get George Foreman out? George Foreman's yeah, got the George Foreman 4 coming out. He's busy doing marketing. Um <laughs> The what was I gonna say though? So the twenty million dollar payday though, that's what really caught me because at first I was like, man, I would love to see Mike Tyson, but I don't know who he would fight. But there's been rumors that he's only worth right now three million dollars. Oh no! Wow. So if you're what getting happened? a twenty million dollar payday, he's fucking doing it. <laughs> I don't give like, a fuck who you're fighting. Yeah, <laughs> you go well, get he, money. I was like, and I know most of it's going to charity, and I'm like. Dude, you gotta do what you gotta do sometime. I mean, mm, true. That's so much money. This is his last chance to get any type of payout like that. Do it. I mean, you're almost yeah, getting sure seven times your net income. Yeah. Wait, so the, that twenty million dollar contract—that—that's for one fight or an exhibition? Or... So it's one exhibition fight for charity is what he wants to do. Gotcha. Which I like his reasoning for that. I like where he's like, I don't want to go out there. I don't want to like contend for the belt. He's like, I just want one yeah, fight. And he's like, I want to make money for charity. Yeah. And um, like, things are going to stem from there and he's going to be able to make money one way or another. No matter what. So, so yeah. the biggest surprise to me is he, he has a pot strain called Mike Tyson. Interesting. Huh. So really I good. thought, actually the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought he must've like started it and owned it. I found out he doesn't own it. He only owns a percentage of it. So it's like, I didn't know that because I was oh, like, okay. man. Partial ownership, that's good. Makes sense. It's called Mike. I think it's like 10%. It's like not a lot. Um, yeah, I mean, do we we keep your ear to the ground? You know, if you hear those footsteps, it's either him or Francis and Ghanu come to the cage. So I'll watch whatever. I mean, I've been enjoying watching them. So yeah. I'd watch them. Right watch, are you guys watching UFC this weekend, by the way? Yes. Yes, yeah, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I got uh, I got Woodley over Burns. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, but no, those should be good fights. All right, let's get to timeout. Where? Where? On the podcast. Oh. Okay, so I'm gonna shorten it down again, but I'm keeping the one that I've been trying to talk about for weeks. So one is going to be there's a new serial coming out and it's the mashup series the first one that they're coming out i'm johnny i'm sure you knew this like in 2016 but whatever frosted flakes and fruit loops are combining into one box and that's what you could have for cereal dude nick i did that exact same thing i was like i don't know i was disgusting no i think that would go well i think so Oh, I'll, Wait, I'll, oh, I'll eat it. as in they just put it in the same box or not reconfiguring the cereal itself? 
No, it just has. That's bullshit. I could, I could yeah, do that you can buy, Yeah, yeah <laughs> you can buy each box. Like, what the fuck? I used to do that all the time in college. I would just mix all the cereal in our <laughs> yeah. fraternity house and just eat it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. What was your so favorite? Yeah, I thought they came up. Yeah, what did you mix, actually? That's yeah, do you have any go-to um, ones? Dude, I don't remember that that well. I think it was, like, Cocoa Pebbles and Frosted Flakes sometimes. Or Cocoa Pebbles and Rice Krispie Treats. Like, or Rice Krispies. Like, that's what those would Ooh. I'd mix, but... I mean, can we do good. favorite cereal ranking next week? Yeah, cereal rankings next week. Sure, we can do that. All right, let's do it. Um, it up. All right, so I think we're all in agreement. It's just kind of bullshit. It seems it's like it's next to us. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, so it's just it's kind of innovative product. Yeah, it's, it's not innovative. Though, if you do mix them, right? It's in one box right. now. Can... So technically, it's like economically more efficient. They're actually losing money because of it. Yeah. But but it's like the one. It's like the one cereal <laughs> idea <yeah>. that. <laughs> It's the one cereal idea you've never heard anyone talk about. Like you've heard people like, man, if I could like bottle the cinnamon toast crunch milk, or it's like, oh man, if I could do Cheerios and Oreos together, that would be really good. It's like no one's ever been like, wow, man, Frosted Flakes. I know they're completely different than this cereal, but if you can combine them, it's gonna be amazing. And you're like, no, no one's fucking said. Yeah, that. the the thing I don't like, it's not innovative because a fucking person who's stoned out of their mind could come up with it. And like, mm-hmm. you could no. just like do it by accident or something. Like. It's pandering to the consumer as well. It's like you don't think we can go out and buy a box of each and just pour them in a bowl ourselves? Okay. Yeah, dude, you, you're see the, the the design on this box is the most. I mean, they did not pull any muscles on this. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nick, to your point though, I believe a high guy has come up with this cereal, and even in his high state of mind, he's like, honestly, not that good. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. think I do. <laughs> Um, all right, let's get on to the big topic. So this, this has been racking my brain. I don't quite understand it, so I need people to help me out. This whole thing, it's called OnlyFans. <laughs> okay. So I, I, like, understand what it is. It's, like, these Instagram models that are extremely good-looking. You have to, like, pay to see their nudes. But it's, like, I don't get it. Like, who's buying it's not this? not to get. You yeah. need to see their what? Nudes. Like, their nudes. But it's like, who's paying? Oh. Like, who's CGS. buying it? Yeah, I don't know. It, may, it makes no sense Johnny. to me. It's like, so I was looking up. <laughs> yeah, you're being awfully quiet. quiet. Um, I, was I looking actually up, didn't know this existed. I'm very, very excited. I was looking up what some of the top only fanners, I don't know what you'd call them. Top only models? Fanners. I don't know. Like the top people, guess how much the most, um, or the top, I don't know what to call them. The OnlyFans girl that is the top, guess how much she makes a month? How much? 10K. $100,000. Higher. What? $200,000. $225,000 a month. A month? She makes a quarter million a month. For posting your nudes? Okay. So I started doing a I started doing a little deep dive. I haven't paid for anything because I'm not that interested. So but I'm trying to go in like, okay, if you're making that much money, like some people are charging like 50 bucks a month. Like 50 bucks a month. That's like food for a week. Like if you eat out like a cheap spot. So it's like, I don't know that because it's like, I mean, let's be honest. Like there it's gotta be like a special breed that buys OnlyFans. But it's like, how many people are subscribing to multiple? 
Yeah. Like, it, like is your OnlyFans bill two hundred dollars a month? Yeah. Like, like, what are you doing? And so I, I was looking at it. So like this top rated girl, she posts all the time on OnlyFans. I won't say her name because I don't want to like be rude. Because I, I also I don't think it's anything wrong with the girls. I think that's completely fine. If you want to do that, it's your body. You can do whatever the hell you want. I think that's completely fine. I'm more like fascinated by like who the hell buying this stuff. Yeah. But <laughs> but like I was saying, like this girl, she's posting all the time. I thought she she has like thousands of posts. I'm like, ah, oh, that makes sense. Like this girl's posting daily. She's giving you what you want. She said she'll talk to you. I was like, I bet there's some lonely guys out there. But then there's others that are like, hey, 15 bucks a month. And it's like, I saw that she has 63 posts in two years. <laughs> 15, like 15 bucks a month. Like, that's not cheap. No. Yeah. Dude, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. But like, if, if you were like a struggling actress or something, and someone's like, hey, man, you could just take like a boob pic, post it on there, and you'll get a, almost a quarter of a million dollars. I'd be like, back in the spotlight. Hell yeah. My only thing is like, can podcasters get on this? Like, can dudes get on this? Like, you know, <laughs> there's got to be dudes OnlyFans accounts, right? Except nobody's gonna pay for them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That that's gonna be the hardest one. I don't know who. <laughs> How do we monetize? Um, this month in May, they were they were seeing about two hundred thousand new users, new users every twenty four hours. Oh, so it's uh, definitely gotta. It's it's got to be something. I, 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 I don't get it. It's got to be something like a, like guys just like have watched every video on Pornhub and they're just like, I need something new. And, and I need they, something, they, yeah, yeah, more. something new and exciting. I guess that's that's the I only thing I can come up with. Red too. You think there's any catfishing going on where it's like, hey, like we're kind of dating. You should send me more money. Like I wonder if that stuff goes on. Yeah, I bet so. it could easily happen. Yeah, I think you just gave a lot of people a good idea. Yeah. Now next month, this month. Yeah, this, uh, oh, dude, that would be awesome. If all our fans were just. Brought to you by (laughs) OnlyFans. Yeah, dude, I just, I I don't understand who's paying for it. Because like I said, how could you have multiple? Like you can't have multiple subscriptions. You could, and then, and then, oh, dude, that's crazy! Like, could you, <laughs> could you imagine you're going to pay like your Chase bill, <laughs> and you're looking, and you're like, oh my god, I spent seven hundred and forty-two dollars on OnlyFans last month. <laughs> it's like what? Not spending that money anywhere else during quarantine, you know? Just trying right. to, you know, stimulate the economy a little bit, stimulate a couple different things. Yeah, Joe, why are you standing like this? Like, <laughs> so my my phone died, so I have to put it on my charger. <laughs> that can't hold them up. Okay, we've got a beautiful lower view. I thought you were like trying to do an OnlyFans model shoot. Well, for I'm, us. I'm also stretching right underneath now. Underneath you, I'm also stretching. Okay, but we got the urinal view right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is what the urinal sees. This is what I imagine that every OnlyFans girl, when she accepts the FaceTime, this is what she sees. So it's okay. Oh, man. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know why I'm so, I don't know why I'm so fascinated by it, but it's like the money thing where it's like, cause I saw in Logan Paul's podcast, they're like, wow, like a lot of girls are starting to do this. And then it's like, it's gotta be terrible. 
And then one guy on the podcast was like, yeah, but some people are making millions of dollars and just do it for like six months. And I'm like, yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, you could just dip your toe, right? So my question to you is this. We had this when the same guy on Logan Paul, who was dating the porn star, we asked, like, could you ever date a porn star? Could you ever date an OnlyFans girl? Poor guy. Except I really don't know if there's OnlyFans guys. So I, Wait, I don't know. First of all, quick question. Was the porn the guy's porn star girlfriend, is that Lana Rhodes? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Not okay. Not a porn star. Maybe OnlyFans. I don't know. It sounds like a a very uh, good business model that really pays out. So my favorite thing now is I'm just thinking about it right now. I've never actually been on OnlyFans, so I've never actually seen the photos. What if they're not nudes? I mean, like I'm pretty certain I know that they're nudes, but it's like, could you imagine if you subscribe fifty bucks and it was just like a girl like bacon brownies? <laughs> hey, that's an entirely different market that could work too. <laughs> yeah, only true. fans, only brownies. Uh, um, I think I could. I think if if I'm dating the the top one, the number one, who's pulling in a quarter of a million a month, and she wants to date me, I, yeah. I, Thanks. Yeah, no, it's exciting, exciting. Uh, when I got start? I got the email today, so I got a, I got a Christo offer yesterday, and it was a shitty offer, and I was pissed. And like I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. I like sent back it a huge. A I sent back an email with like seven different bullet points saying I need these things changed, and uh, it was just bullshit. But then today it was, um, I hopped on a call with them, and I was thinking that they they haven't responded to me in like almost two weeks. So I was like, okay. I think it's safe to say that I didn't get the job. And um, they were like, yeah, we're going to offer you. I was like, holy shit. So uh, they want me to start June 8th. Um, so that's the plan. And uh, yeah, um, they're going right. to, I'm getting in touch with their their tech guy and they're going to send me a laptop and all the tech I need and good to go. Nice. You're employed. Yeah. You did it. Yeah. You're alive and well and. Yeah, after this, I'm gonna get drunk. So I eat dinner and get drunk. So you're living. I mean, you're 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 in the house. You're gonna be living in for a while. Yeah, absolutely. For home. Yeah. Right, should we finish this up? Go for sure. it. Sure. All right. Um, okay. So I just had to get my OnlyFans rant out because I don't quite understand it. <laughs> How about this? Ask people. I just want someone that I want to meet someone that pays for it. That's all. All right, last round. Johnny has been so quiet every time. I'm like, wow, I don't know who would pay for this. We're like, yeah, you know, it's probably a lonely guy. And Johnny's like, well, he can't be that lonely. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe he has, like, a good life and a good family and, like, lives in the city. Maybe he means lonely. Yeah, what if he lives in a four-bedroom be four apartment in the city and works for a, a food data company? What? Yeah, like, so regular, yeah. So like <laughs> is that so bad? <laughs> um, He's the only oh, one who's never heard of it before. <laughs> um, the last thing I wanted to do before we go to the rank, actually, is so you know how we were talking about the caller daddy thing? So it turns out that the girl that said no to the 500000 she is out, out. She's out. Like Barstool, yeah, I guess, was like, I don't even know if you're allowed to come back. So the one girl that I guess does everything anyways, she is signed up. I'm guessing they threw the bag at her. They're looking for like hosts. Uh, still Barstool, if you're looking for like 
you know, another podcast, like we'll, we'll help out. But, uh, <laughs> so that's kind of crazy that like this girl, I mean, you gotta be thinking right now, like, holy shit. I just turned down $500,000 in my mid twenties. And she's the one who had that boyfriend that told her, like, Hey, that's a bad contract. Go renegotiate. Yeah. I think that's allegedly, but I feel like everyone's like, yeah, you know. Um, all right, let's get into the rank though. Um, so this week's rank, we're going to do cookies. Cookies. And then next week, we're going to do cereals. Which right. I feel like we've done cereals, if I'm being honest. We've just talked yeah. about it a lot. Like, a lot of the food stuff has uh, been cereals. I don't a think of, we've done a rank. Yeah. yeah. A lot of collaborations with cereals, but <laughs> no cereal ranks. Um, all right. This week's, yeah. I'll go first. So, I'm, you know, number four, I'm going... Any grocery store soft sugar cookie with the thick frosting on top. Do you know what mm-hmm. I'm talking about? I can picture oh, it. Oh, yeah. Okay, the you know what I'm chewy, talking about? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you buy like 24 of them. Like, okay, in, yeah. In like a little crate. Yeah. Absolutely. I was a little worried because I was like, is this a good description of what they are? But I feel like that's the only way I know that. I remember Little League. I remember Little yeah. League. Yeah. Uh, those are really good. <laughs> I don't have them a lot. They're always at like a 4th of July party. Oh, yeah. Or like someone brings them out and you have like a half of one. And like, oh, you my God, it's so sweet, but it's so good. Yeah. yeah. Um, number three is going to be straight up classic Choco Choco chip. Just a classic chocolate chip cookie. Love them. Here's a weird thing, though. I don't like cookies ever when they're fresh out of the oven. That's so weird. What is wrong with <laughs> Taboo Tuesday? So Taboo Tuesday. Holy shit. I know. Don't like I know. one of the best things in the world. Okay. That's cool. So I almost didn't bring it up because I was like, fuck, I know that I'm... Because I've said this to multiple people and they're like, you're a crazy person. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I like like putting them in the freezer for a little bit until they get hard again, but whatever. Um, fucking psycho. What in the world? <laughs> I know, I know. Pre-crime. Like, maybe they're still a little like soft when you take them out of the like this no, that's yeah. Insane. No, no. His goal is to make them hard, Johnny. Yeah, um, <laughs> not hard and crunchy. Yeah, yeah. That, that's fucking insane. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's uh, never forget this insane. one. That is the most taboo shit I've ever heard. <laughs> Get mad at me for wearing socks when I sleep, and this guy <laughs> throws his fresh. <laughs> and he doesn't like. Fresh I forgot about the socks. <laughs> I forgot about the socks. Oh my god. Uh, uh, dude, I'm still waiting to find my one person out there that's like, I, I hate freshly baked cookies too. But normally it's like, I love them right out of the what? oven. I'm like, oh, I don't really like them. Um, all right, number that's two. Crazy. <laughs> number two is going to be a classic double stuffed Oreo. And I also mm. would like to create a petition to make double stuffed Oreo just a classic Oreo. Mm. If, wow. that's, if that's classic, See, I like I like double stuff for what it is though. Like exactly. I like the regular Oreos the way that they are. Like exactly. I just think it's a perfect perfect balance where I like the chocolate part of the Oreo too. And when you get double stuff, it's just a little bit too much. I don't know. See, I I'm a, cl- I'm and, a- I, and I think it's the single the single uh, you know little bit of filling that makes the double stuff so special for you, Joe. Yeah, you know, and you got to have that. So the way I eat mine, I think I think Oreo is milk's favorite cookie. You dangle it in there, it gets all crumbly. It's so good. But if you mm-hmm. gotta eat it without milk, I like twisting it off so you get one all chocolate cookie and then one with all the cream and just a half a chocolate. I do the cookie and cream. I do that one first, and I'm like, ooh, ooh, a little too sweet. 
Boom, I pop in that ultra-hot <laughs> chaser. I'm telling you, that's not weird. <laughs> that, like, that's I, not weird. That's not weird. No, I, I oh, feel okay. like I've gone through that same uh, thought process too. It's like it's like if you've ever had like chips and salsa. Like you put way too much salsa on a chip, where you're like, I need a palate cleanser, chaser yeah. chip, and you like gotta you compensate chip. with an extra chip. Yeah. Um, and then my number one. I right, finally I found something. We I'm not weird about on cookies. Uh, number one is going to be my all-time favorite white chocolate macadamia nut cookie. Mm, okay, nice. those are good. I like those. All right, who wants to go next? Beer. All right, I got it. All right, so number four. Um, so number four is there's these sugar cookies that this bakery right by my house, and I always I used to make. I forget what they're called. But I just know that my mom used to go there and bring home these sugar cookies. I just remember growing up on them, like. So incredible, so incredible sugar cookies. I'm like, I have to like bring in some for you guys. You should bring them home. home this weekend. Absolutely. Well, I don't know. Well, maybe I'll see if I could stop by. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's those are really, really good. My number three. Um, let's see. Oh yes, my number three is those cookies. It's like with the mini Reese's cups in like a chocolate chip cookie. Like I've had those before. They're so good. It's like a mini Reese's cup in the cookies instead of chocolate chips. Think about that. Okay, so wow. those like thought about it, love it, love it. Right, <laughs> haven't had it, but I need to have it. Incredible. <laughs> that is number three staple right there. It's so good. Number two. Wait, wait. I'm sorry. Any... I'm sorry. Real quick, are those homemade? Or are you buying those at stores? You could homemade. I we I only know homemade. I only know homemade ones. Okay, right? I was just gonna say I don't know if I've ever seen those at a store. Yeah. No, no. But I mean, we can make beer league brand cookies and you know start it. Yeah, interested. But um, those are those are really really good. I think my, I think Jenny made them once, so um, that's where I got them from. And then number two is the chewy chocolate chip cookies. So directly the opposite <laughs> of Joe. Um, chewy. I just love chewy chocolate chip cookies. Like I'll go and buy the chips, only chewy ones. I'll just, oh, like those are those so are good. So, oh, those Do you are see disgusting. this? Yes, exactly. Right, so good. Oh my god! And it's because I grew up on it, you know. And then number one is the classic Oreo. That was like Joe, me and you. Exactly. Right. So this that's why I don't really I don't really like the double stuff because you know I, I had double stuff for a couple of years, right? And then I switched back. And it was a good decision, right? It was nice to dabble in the extra, you know, cream filling, but I found myself back to the regular cookie part and like it doesn't overwhelm it. And I like to dip mine in the in the milk too. So Oh, it's I, by far milk's favorite cookie. I, yeah, and I honestly think that I just like the chocolatey part of the Oreo the most, just because I, I don't know why. I just, it's, it's the best part. I go, I go with that spite the cream almost. So. That's fair. The one thing I will say real quick before we move on about Oreos is Oreos has so many flavors and none of them even come close to the classic. Yeah, no. Very true. They got like peanut butter filling. They got like the well, mint. It's like, except for the Supreme. What are the Supremes? It's it's also chocolate. It's just dyed red. Okay. It's chocolate filling. No, it's just the the red supreme label. Oh, the supreme Oreos. Oh, oh that cost like, like a shoot. Like shoot supreme. Like right. supreme. Yeah. Oh, that cost okay. what like three grand or something. Yeah. No, you could you you could get a pack for like twelve bucks. Pre-sale, they were, when people were getting there, like, um, all right, let's go, Johnny next since. I don't know. <laughs> so it's <'cause>... Okay. 
Number four, I'd have any homemade, fresh out of the oven, delicious cookie. Preferably if it was a sugar cookie. Fresh sugar cookies out of the oven are well. Okay, I I will I will take a step back real quick because you know like the sugar cookies with like they always have like a Disney print on them that you get from like the Toll House where you gotta like smack it open. Those sugar cookies fresh out of the oven, those are good. So I'm gonna. (laughs) I'm gonna bow, right, I'm gonna good. take a little back, but yes. Still don't forgive you. Yeah, uh, it's fine. I'm just trying to make myself <laughs> backstepping. Like, just in case someone dies soon, they're gonna be like, "Well, this kid on a podcast talked about not liking fresh out of the oven cookies." Suspect number one. Yeah, yeah, that's just crazy. I've never heard, that's still blowing my mind right now. But the first cookie I, fresh out of the oven I ever had was a sugar cookie, and it was delicious. Number three, Mrs. Fields cookies. Oh mm. yes! Elementary school, oh, soft, delicious, Ooh. puffy, chocolatey. Tell me you got those in the mall. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean yeah, you got this field stands all over the place. Dude, when you're walking through the mall, you either get a soft pretzel or a Mrs. Fields and you Sit keep on moving. Yeah, you keep on moving. <laughs> you know you're gonna feel like shit for the next forty eight hours, but it's worth it. Yeah, it's Cinnabon. A pretzel, anti-ants, yeah, or uh, or Mrs. Fields. That's right. The big three. Uh, number two, <laughs> big three mall foods. <laughs> <laughs> number two, uh, Jewel Osco chocolate chip cookie. Ooh, you guys had Jewel oh, yeah. Osco. I'm, I'm sure I had them. Yeah. The Jewel chocolate chip cookies are incredible. It's in like a just like a cheap packaging, cheap purple bag, paper bag, and everything about it. From the outside, it's pretty displeasing. <laughs> Once you get inside, it's it's it goddamn heaven. It's number two on my list, so uh, I'll bring I'll bring some for you guys if you haven't had any. Nice. And number one, going with the tried and true insomnia cookie. Ooh. Oh, I've never had one. Really, oh, man? Wow. I've never it, had one. It's it's they're in Chicago. A, I know. It's, yeah, I mean, it's like a real delivery service, full restaurant kind of deal where it's just fucking cookies. Man. They, they, it's <laughs> delivering they cookies. They're <laughs> so good. Cookies. So they make, good. Uh, they're huge and really soft, and then they'll make uh, ice cream sandwiches with them. Um, and they there's deliver that to you. there's yeah. one on Lincoln, and it's like when we were younger and we would go out to those bars, it's like we would leave and it's like half the people would go to Fat Sandwich, half the people would go to like Jimmy John's and then like some stragglers would go to Insomnia Cookies. And I remember always getting out there like, who wants a 2 a.m. cookie? Yeah, no, if you could get savory, you're going for savory. But yeah, this is this was one of the few places that was open at like three or four in the morning when I was crawling out of a bar or whatever I was Studying. Doing. Studying really late, <laughs> studying, and you're yeah. like, you know, <laughs> studying so hard. I need a, need a, a nice sugary cookie. treat to, you know, right. Put yourself to walk sleep. Home, but yeah. Does Insomnia Cookie do a lot of different cookies? Or are they like known for like one specific one? All kinds. They yeah, they got so all kinds. Many. I didn't yeah. know if they have like one actually called Insomnia Cookie where it's like you gotta try this one. No, all no, kinds. No, they're, Take they're your all, pick. Yeah. <laughs> all right, that was that was a very good list, uh, Nick. All right. Uh, number four, I got uh, Grandma's brand cookies. You guys ever have oh, have any of those? I've had Grandma's brand. Yeah, they used yeah, to I'm be. I remember them in the uh, vending machines at school. Uh, specifically the oatmeal raisin kind of those. Fantastic. Those are awesome. Yeah, yep. nice and soft gel, so you would hate them. 
<laughs> yeah, they're really good. Yeah, so, Joe, you wouldn't like them. Yeah. They're not hard, rocky, crunchy. Dude, I'm not gonna lie. When I when I came up with the rank today, cookies. One, I didn't think it would go in this in depth, and two, I didn't think I'd leave hating myself. But here we are. Well, you deserve it. All right, and you can do what you, you do what you like. Yeah. Uh, number three, uh, some fresh baked uh, lemon cookies. If you guys have ever had a nice lemon cookie, um, usually comes with a um, nice like cream cheese drizzle with lemons on top of it. You have to, um, what is it called, zest like three lemons in order to do it, in order to get all that lemon flavor. I'm a big fan of lemon things, so lemon mm-hmm. desserts. So that's number three. Number two, uh, any homemade chocolate chip cookie. So if you've got like just the Toll House cookie recipe or your own spin on it or anything like that. If you homemade it and it's chocolate chip, I'm going to devour that shit. Yeah, couldn't agree more. After 10, 15 minutes in the freezer, they're perfect. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, one, I hate you. Two, Nick, you're absolutely right. That's a great number three. And actually, this past weekend, uh, I had fresh baked cookies. They were so delicious, but the reason these were a little different was uh, this girl put like a little bit of sea salt right on top. A little, just the tiniest little bit where I couldn't even see it. Uh, granted, I was a little a little tipsy, but you know I put right into it. It was the most delightful surprise. Holy shit! Yeah, that sea salt that and chocolate good. combination. I, I, I don't know it why it works. Uh, it works. It works. Caramel works. Yeah, yeah it totally works. works. Uh, so that's Sorry number. No, it's fine. That's go. fine. Number two. That was number two. Uh, number one. Uh, my mom's. Homemade snickerdoodle cookies that she's been making oh, for forever. Yeah. Fresh, soft, ideally. Um, there's something about made a with snickerdoodle. Love. Made with love. If, if there's a snickerdoodle, anytime it's homemade, it's 10 times better than any store bought one. Yeah, they're hard to it's get. It's like there's no doubt. There's no doubt in my mind. They're hard to get out there, you know? Like, I don't, I feel like I don't go to the store and see, you know, walls of snickerdoodle cookies. So. That's actually true, yeah. yeah. They usually have like sugars, sugar cookies everywhere. But yeah, yeah, Nickerdoodle. underrated cookie. Um, two things—that's my favorite one from Insomnia. So that's a good one. There you go. I got to try that Insomnia. Two things before we end out. One, I think we can all agree that a warm cookie with ice cream on top, like a cookie skillet, is incredible. Okay, sure. Yeah, I can agree. Fine. Um, two. Have you ever seen when someone like brings cookies over and they put the piece of bread on top? No. Uh, to keep the moisture yeah okay never seen so, i've never seen well i get it i've never seen it so it's weird like i always thought it was dumb and then if you let them sit for two days you open that up that bread looks disgusting it is messed up i ain't nobody got time i mean if you're making right. freshly baked cookies and they Cookies last a couple of days minutes. right <laughs> that's on you that's on you yeah yeah, yeah um exactly all right, thank you, Beer. Uh, I know you're in Minnesota, so I hope we didn't keep you too long, but thank you very yeah, much. Um, everyone listening, thank you very much for listening. Once again, we cracked the thousand mark. Uh, we're all extremely happy, and we thank you very much for your support. Um, stay safe. You know, phase two is opening up a lot of places. I know my buddy in Austin, he went out to dinner at a restaurant last week, and I was like, what are you, a fucking psychopath? Crazy. <laughs> and, uh, but that's insane. He probably uh, likes hard cookies too. Yeah, classic. Bitch. Oh. 
God damn. Um, right. All right. Thank you guys very much for listening. Thank you guys uh, for coming on. Have a good weekend, and we will see you next week. Let's go. Deuces.